Welcome once again as we go inside classical guitar. A presentation of St. Louis Classical Guitar. Executive Director Brian Vaccaro. I'm W. Mark Aiken. I'm a professional classical guitarist, performer, and educator, and love sharing my knowledge of the guitar with novices and professionals alike. On today's episode, we are exploring some major 20th century composers for the guitar. Now, you might think that this is a rather curious theme to do my show on this week. However, it actually results in a good bit of guitar trivia for you. You see, the guitar in its current inception and construction, one with a bigger body style and six single strings, is actually relatively new in the overall historical context. It's only been around for about 200 years. Other instruments have a much longer history of music written for those instruments, such as violin, keyboard, cello, etc. Therefore, during the late classical and early Romantic eras, even through the Romantic era up to the 20th century, the only people who were composing for the guitar were guitarists. And it's only mainly guitarists who are aware of names such as Mauro Giuliani, Fernando Sor, Johann Casper Mertz, Luigi Lagnani, and Giulio Rigondi, just to name a few. All this being said, we don't have major composers such as Mozart or Beethoven, Dvorak, to the right for our instrument. Long story short... It wasn't until Andres Segovia came along and popularized the guitar and brought it to the concert stage where we began to have composers who weren't guitarists to begin to write for guitar, and especially Julian Bream as well, who was able to commission many of the major British composers back in the mid-20th century. All this brings us to today's episode. We're going to begin with a piece of music from Spain, and this is by Spanish composer Manuel de Falla, and this is his only work specifically written for the classical guitar. This is the homenaje por la tabo de Claude Debussy, or rather just the homage to Claude Debussy. The story behind this piece comes about two years after the death of Debussy, the French musicologist and founder and editor of the music magazine La Revue Musicale, Henri Prunier, commissioned six to seven leading composers of the day, including Defaya, to commemorate the death of this great French pianist and composer. At the same time, the famous Spanish guitarist Miguel Viobet, also a friend of Defaya, repeatedly requested that Faya composed a guitar piece. Faya decided to kill two birds with one stone. This piece, although very short, is rather incredible and simultaneously uses a habanera dance rhythm as well as it being a funeral dirge for Debussy. The piece closes out with a direct quote from Debussy's music, a piece for piano entitled Soiree d'un Grenade. Here is the homenaje by Manuel de Faya, performed by Julian Bream.
The Homenaje pour le tombeau de Claude Debussy by Manuel de Falla, performed by Julian Breen. The next piece we have on today's episode by a major 20th century composer is actually a direct result of the piece we just heard, the homage to Debussy by de Falla. This piece we're going to hear is the Nocturnal Opus 70 by Benjamin Britten. You see, the guitarist Julian Bream was performing the homenaje by Defaya on his concerts, and Benjamin Britten happened to be in the audience. Britten came up to Julian Bream after the concert and essentially told him that even though the Defaya piece is short, it has about 20 minutes worth of music in it. Basically, Britton was so taken by the profundity of the piece that he was inspired to write a guitar piece himself. The result is one of the greatest, most mature pieces we have for the guitar, period. The Nocturnal. The Nocturnal is written in the form of a theme and variations, although it is in reverse. You get the theme last and all the variations first. The theme in question is actually a song for voice and lute by the Renaissance British composer and lutenist John Dalland, entitled Come Heavy Sleep. The Nocturnal plays with the idea of heavy sleep, meaning death, hence the term nocturnal. There are nine movements that are played one right after another, no space in between, and they play with the idea of not being able to sleep. You have movements such as very agitated, restless, uneasy, march-like, gently rocking. And finally, you're presented with the heavy sleep Dallin song at the end. Without further ado, here is the Nocturnal after John Dallin, Opus 70 by Benjamin Britten, performed by Johann Smith.
The Nocturnal After John Dalland, Opus 70, by Benjamin Britten, performed by Johann Smith. The next piece is a lovely short little piece that was written for French guitarist Ida Presti by the major 20th century composer from France, Francis Poulenc. Here is the Sarabande, performed by Raphael Aguirre. The Sarabande by Francis Poulenc, performed by Raphael Aguirre. You're tuned in to Inside Classical Guitar. I'm W. Mark Aiken, and today we're exploring some major 20th century composers for the guitar. That means that these composers were not guitarists themselves, and that they have a good bit of name recognition attached to them. The next piece definitely needs a good bit of explaining. This is by Argentinian composer Alberto Ginastera. This is his Sonata for the Guitar, Opus 47. Now, what Ginastera does with this piece is essentially in two layers. From a compositional standpoint, he is utilizing what we call, quote-unquote, the guitar chord, as well as many percussive effects. 
The guitar chord is all of the open strings in standard tuning strummed at once. You'll hear the guitar chord many times in many different iterations. Sometimes you'll hear all six open strings. Sometimes you'll hear only a few. Sometimes they might be transposed, but the guitar chord is still what it really boils down to. The second compositional aspect of this piece is that Gina Stara is using as many crazy effects that the guitar can produce, as many different extended techniques, wacky slides, a lot of tapping and beating on the instrument, even going past the fretboard up near the left hand to where the tuning pegs are, and making the, shall we say, plinky sounds where the strings are. If you are intrigued by all the sounds you are about to hear, I highly recommend you checking out some performances of this piece on YouTube. It's even more fun to watch than it is to listen to. The four movements of the sonata are Esordio, Scherzo, Canto, and Finale. The Sonata Opus 47 by Alberto Ginastera, performed by Jason Vio.
The Sonata Opus 47 by Alberto Ginastera, performed by Jason Vio. I played this piece a few years ago, and man, I sure love that last movement. It's so fun to just go crazy with all the strumming and just really go for it. So fun. The final piece we have on today's episode is thanks to Julian Bream, who commissioned the great William Walton to write for the guitar. Walton composed five bagatelles for the guitar. A bagatelle is traditionally a short and light piece of music. However, these are not very light, and from a performer standpoint, they are rather difficult. However, the music in them is so good. The five bagatelles are the Allegro, Lento, Alla Cubana, Sempre Espressivo, and Consolancio. These are performed by Meng Su.
The Five Bagatelles by William Walton, performed by Meng Su. Thank you for joining me today inside classical guitar as we explored some music by major notable 20th century composers who were not guitarists. For more information about St. Louis classical guitar, whether it be our Guitar Masters concert series, education initiatives, and archived episodes of Inside Classical Guitar, visit our website, stlclassicalguitar.org. And remember, to play a wrong note is insignificant, but to play without passion is inexcusable. Thanks for listening. <laughs>